0: Hello, this is Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. Today we're going to be talking about the smear campaign. What is it? How do you stop it? Why is it so hurtful? And why do people actually believe these lies and rumors? Looking forward to having this discussion with you and I will talk to you soon. When I see a client for the first time, they are typically in one of three different phases. They are either suffering, so their life is in the middle of a crisis and they are trying to come out of it. They are learning, so they're trying to make sense of the toxic relationship that they're coming out of or that they are currently in. Or they're changing, where they are transforming into a completely new person, setting boundaries and forcing boundaries and creating a new life for themselves. Quite often in the suffering or the learning phase, people have often been discarded or they have discarded the toxic or the narcissistic person. One of the most common issues that I see in the middle of these phases and in the middle of a discard is the smear campaign. What is a smear campaign? Simply put, it's when the toxic or narcissistic person begins to spread lies and vicious rumors about you to your friends, family, co-workers and pretty much anyone who may listen. Spread these lies and rumors on any platform that they feel necessary to bring pain and heartache to your life. These smear campaigns oftentimes are on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms. They may even go to the extent of calling you the narcissist or calling you the toxic person. What's most hurtful about these rumors and these lies is that people that you care about most oftentimes believe them and will entertain the things that they're saying. I have seen people lose friends, family members, and even jobs due to a smear campaign. What's difficult about a smear campaign is quite often they are very believable. The lies that they tell oftentimes have either a hint of truth to them or they're based in a very strong stereotype. For example, You may hear a mother on social media or in person talk about a father and how he doesn't want to be a part of his children's lives, doesn't pay child support, and doesn't want to have anything to do with his children. And although at times something like this may be true, we also know that this is a very strong stigma with single mothers and fathers not being a part of their children's lives. I can also tell you that there are a lot of mothers out there that are using this as a smear campaign towards the father and are using the children as a weapon to hurt the father. This goes both ways. You also hear men talk about their former significant others and how they struggle with depression, anxiety, and often drink too much wine. You may say things like they're jealous and they stalk. You may even hear a toxic mother tell her children about how their father abandoned them when he's really actually just trying to be a part of their life. You can even hear narcissistic friends and toxic friends spreading lies and vicious rumors about their former friends. Quite often, these lies and these rumors have a hint of truth to them which make them even more believable, which also make them even more dangerous. You can imagine when a client comes to me about one of these type of smear campaigns, they are quite often devastated, Actually, when one of these smear campaigns are on a social media platform. So often I'm asked why the narcissist or why a toxic person would do this. Quite often I'm asked why a narcissistic or a toxic person would do something like this. There's a saying that I think is very true to a smear campaign. When someone can no longer control you, they want to control how others see you. A toxic and a narcissistic person will use anything that they possibly can to continue the pain and to continue the abuse in your life. They want to continue the emotional abuse. They want to continue the emotional control and the psychological control, even if that means using others to be able to do it. So the question comes up, what then do you do about a smear campaign? How do you stop someone from talking about you and from spreading vicious lies and vicious rumors about you to your friends, your family, your coworkers, and on social media platforms? And the answer is very simple but very difficult to execute. You do nothing. You do absolutely nothing. You don't defend yourself on social media. You don't backtrack and you don't try to clear your name. You don't try to defend yourself. You don't go on to social media and try to figure out what they're saying and who's saying it. You do absolutely nothing. And let me tell you why. The minute that you try to defend yourself and you try to go back and you try to clear your name and you start to give this smear campaign energy you are giving the narcissist or the toxic person exactly what they're looking for, narcissistic supply. They are getting a hit from you, just like an addict is getting another hit of heroin. They know that what they are doing works. So guess what? As quickly as you're trying to stop this, they begin to escalate the smear campaign because they know what they're doing is working, and they know that they have you, and they know that they still have control over you, your emotions, and your mind. So as hurtful as it is, and as painful as it is, you do nothing. If that means that you have to stay off of social media for a period of time, if that means that you have to cut off certain friends and certain family members, then you do it. Why? Because if you don't, Not only will it continue, but it will get worse. Doing nothing means that the narcissistic or the toxic person also gets nothing. They don't get the narcissistic supply. They don't get another hit from you. They don't get to control you anymore. So if you can imagine playing a board game with someone and you choose not to use your turn, eventually that game that you're playing with the other person is not fun. And they can't take their turn because you're not taking your turn. So eventually they begin to walk away. So as hurtful and as painful as the smear campaign is, you doing nothing makes it not fun for the narcissist or the toxic person. And eventually they stop. I'll wrap this up with another quote that I've heard that I think rings very true to a smear campaign. What someone else says about you to others is none of your business. And if someone wants to entertain that, and if someone wants to believe that, they were never your friend and they were never in your corner. So if you have a friend or a family member that wants to entertain those lies and un- entertain those vicious rumors, they can go to hell too. because you definitely don't have time for that shit. So I hope this episode was helpful for anyone who has been through or are going through a smear campaign. If you have a question that you would like for me to answer in a future podcast episode, Please go to Matt Pfeiffer Coaching, go to contact, send me an email. Keep the email very, very direct, very, very brief, two to three paragraphs max. I would love to answer any questions that you might have right here on the podcast. Also, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, please also go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com. Go to products and you can select any product that you feel works best for you. This is Toxic to Triumph. My name is Matthew Pfeiffer. We have a new episode every weekday, Monday through Friday, and I hope to talk to you soon. To the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby, show the world you can fly, fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby Dream big, keep your head to the sky Spread your wings wide Show the world you can fly, baby Show the world you can fly Yeah, show the world you can fly Dream big, keep your head to the sky